this thing on, Danny? I was making sure it was recording. And? I had the setting right, and it, it did. It did. You know? Okay. Technology, man. You just, like, transfer a file, and it's everything's the way I left it. That's beautiful. That's technology. Have I told We're you about future. my um, my conspiracy that I think Christine has a generational ghost in her iPhone? Generational ghost? Mm-hmm. No, you have not. Okay. <laughs> I am curious. Now. I actually thought I thought this for a few years. So, Christine's phone always has weird things happen to it, comparatively to me. And we buy our phones basically okay. for the last like five years have bought our phones at the same time, right? Because we just go get a phone together um, and then we, you know, we use them. Uh, so yeah. hers recently, um, and this has always happened to her phones. I've never had problems with my phones, but like occasionally like calls will just answer, but the answering, like it, it won't get off of mute no matter what she does. And then like people just think she's not there. She like consistent at different times throughout the phone's life, her like vibration will like start to be really loud. And like, it's almost like it, like something cracked, popped loose, but everything else is fine. Like occasionally it just won't, it'll be really, really laggy, like all of these things. And like, we've gone through so many iterations of uh, like one year we were like, well, I mean, you do have like 16,000 photos, but it's not like you're looking at those all the time. Like, let's see if we took those off, would anything happen? And we always think like, oh, maybe this is better. But I'm like, I think, and I've asked a couple people that have worked at Apple, but I'm not sure if it, you know, they haven't worked at Apple for a while. <laughs> I was like, is there a possibility that in the backup file from like seven years ago, that's like the genesis of all of the backups after there's something in it that's weird or corrupted in some capacity that just basically we are giving a generational ghost every time you upgrade your phone because she restores from a backup. Are we just like pushing the problem along for in perpetuity? Cause her phone does weird shit. My phone never has problems. It's very confusing. I, you know, I'm inclined to believe your conspiracy because, because if, if it's always, always from a backup, then you're always bringing over stuff that maybe is getting less compatible, right? And less compatible and less compatible. Why, why don't you try like starting fresh and just like the only thing you really need, and I obviously can't speak for Christine, maybe she has a bunch of apps that she needs to remember to re-download and that's annoying, but the only thing you really need are your contacts and your photos, right? Like those and are the your only messages. two things that you really don't want to lose. Okay, your messages, sure. Right, so I think... Okay, okay, well now, see, right? messages... Maybe that's part of it, I don't know. Messages, dude, she's got to have like gigs of gigabytes of messages. Oh, she definitely point. does, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too, it's, I mean, got to nuke some of those messages. So she's done that. Basically, she only has like mine, her like families and like her friend group. But at that point, that's all, you know, that's the text that we send. So it's crazy, man. I don't know. Weird. Like, that's why, I mean, generational ghosts was the only way I could describe it. (laughs) This is, this is an interesting point, right? Because like. Yeah, you think about it, it's like, okay, well, why, why do you need to keep all these text messages? But it's like, also, there's some sentimental value to those, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, there, that's like, especially like, consider someone like you more so than I even that, that is like, has less and less of a social online presence, Yeah, which is topical to what we're going to definitely talk about is today a little bit smart. This is slick. Um, that those like messages are basically the only record you have of things yep. from you in the past. Yeah. I, besides photos, obviously I somehow, I think, um, accidentally deleted a friend history. Oh, never mind. It was just not showing me the history of yeah. um yeah. Toby. Like I honestly thought I had somehow accidentally deleted like my 15 year long or 10 year long friendship with Toby because we've always had the same numbers. So yeah. Um but it's it it I think it just wasn't showing it to me. But you know, okay, you know what? That's fair. Now, I, I retract my suggestion of deleting text message data because well, maybe like recently, actually fairly recently, not, not kind of recently, um, after, after my father passed, I was like going through the messages and I was like, damn, I got in the habit over the years of just like nuking everything because I didn't like seeing storage being taken up on my phone. And now I'm like, oh, cool. I only have like messages up to like, a year before he passed and it's like oh that would have been nice to just be able to see some of these yep you know like yep. nothing crazy just like oh yeah i guess i i, I guess i do kind of miss that stuff and that's and like then you go back and look at other stuff and that's kind of like um that's where it kind of stemmed in in like i totally get not wanting to delete yeah, stuff because yeah. like i know like i have uh there's like been like voicemails, right? From like family oh, yeah. members oh, that yeah. have passed away that I'm like, I'm so glad that uh, I had the, you know, the thought to export these. Right, the foresight. Yeah, like to think, oh, this person's old. I should probably like, you know, if I want to remember what they sound like, <laughs> like have their <laughs> voice, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know I'll, if I'll ever, you know, you don't do anything with them, but I'd rather have it than not have it, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you ever just, you know, are just feeling down or whatever. It's just nice to go and just like listen. And there you go. Yeah. So, all right, I get that. But if if we're going down like dead relatives and dead dead people we've known, then one hundred percent her phone her phone is haunted. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, like ghost in two ways potentially. Oh um, boy, it's like the yeah. That, so so we'll see we'll see. Um, she she respects ghosts. She will say that she respects ghosts yep so and that's the thing i think she's getting alphaed by the ghosts ah uh, maybe that's no, what it was. they got her they got her they got her they got her hey uh how was your trip by the way um to to mexico yeah i didn't want i don't know if you wanted to share that on the podcast yeah i um i uh oh man i was trying to there's a song called mexico that i was going to try to reference i'm not going to because i forget who it's by um <laughs> But I would say I wasn't in Mexico, Danny. I was at a resort that happened to reside in Mexico. Okay. You know, I respect that. Yeah. Um, it was nice. It was on the beach. It was all-inclusive. It was yeah, a beautiful wedding. Like, truly just so, so nice to be included, everybody. We had a really good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, hard to say that I went to Mexico. That's fair. How long were you out there again? Like, like five four days, days, you said? Four days? Like four days. You, you didn't venture outside of the uh, resort at all? There was really no time. Like, because it wasn't makes, like, oh. we were we were kind of 
there was like a dinner every night that we had to be at. I guess that makes sense. We kind of got in late the first day. Then the second day, like it was kind of just like being in the resort, seeing what there was to see. Um, terrible. Uh, the, the food at all inclusives is, Oh, bad. that's how they get Always you. Bad. Uh, mm-hmm. but the drinks, but booze, great. but booze. And it was a ton yep. of fun. Like, um, it was awesome. Like, even though the food wasn't great, it was like, well, that's fine. Cause everything else was so much fun. Um, the, it was gorgeous, like just beautiful weather. Um, I, I always, I always think back to, cause the only time I've ever done an all-inclusive was, um, when for our honeymoon and we, we were in, uh, in the Dominican Republic. And I just remember that there was multiple pools at this resort. So we kind oh, of, yeah. like, we had our own our private, we had like a private pool with all of the, oh my God. like the people for the wedding. We basically had like our own place that had a private bar staffed all day. So nice. it was sick. So like, nice. It was so, fun. so, so this kind of lines up because we, we got married in October. We went on our honeymoon for a week and it was like the, it wasn't peak, um, like wedding season anymore. So there wasn't really that, or even vacation season anymore. So like there weren't really that many people, um, but they had like the secondary pool that was outdoors, obviously, but they had a bar at the, in the pool. So like it's swim a pool bar. around swim up bar. And I just remember like, Oh, this is the first time I've ever experienced anything like this. This is super cool. And I thought like, Oh, this is what it's like to be rich. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I would, uh, and I was like, this is nice. And I think like, the snootiest thing I would say is, uh, for myself is, huh, maybe I don't, I thought I would always want to do an all-inclusive resort. And let me, let let me say, I got down on the room service at night. <laughs> like I would basically like pre-order like, Hey, like send like 25 things. Like, I just want to sample Hell it. Yeah. And they, Hell like, yeah. it was like quesadillas and like pe- personal pan pizzas. Like, and that was honestly, sure good like i had a blast eating that I mean, stuff carbs and cheese yeah of course um but i think i might be too snooty i'm like hmm, i want to pick where i eat i don't want an all-inclusive food <laughs> situation <laughs> um, oh man yeah i that's fair that's yeah. fair we Though, were, i mean i wasn't i was in mexico not that long ago and, and we left but that was mostly because my my parents had been there uh a couple of times before some of our family kind of came out too yeah and then they're like nope here we're going to the hole in the wall taco joint that you do feel a little scary around but it was delicious. i'm sure it was totally so worth it. good yeah like so uh good. the one thing is like just doing a normal all-inclusive in mexico like not like we got we had to we kind of it was plussed up because it was a wedding yeah so it was a little more expensive but like you can get it for pretty cheap like a couple hundred bucks a night it's not like flights are super expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I get, I mean, I get the, and it's, it was beautiful. Um, it was really a nice location. Uh, but also, another thing you all can do, um, Puerto Rico. Flights are super cheap to Puerto Rico. It's a U.S. territory. I've you don't need that. a passport. I've seen that, yeah. Like, if I've you've never that. traveled, that's like a really, they, like, it's a good, good way of trying it out. If, if you're getting out, yeah. getting out for the first time. Um, I'll let you know how it goes. That's where my honeymoon is. Yeah. Don't follow me. We're going to follow. No, we're not going to follow him. Maybe. It's starting to get cold out here. Welcome back to the DMGT podcast. I am your host, Danny, and returning for one week. One week only. I'm your host, Spencer. I'm going to be in wedding mode 
for the rest of the month. So, you know, get 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 it in while you can, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> post post episode releasing after you can't change it. So just soak this one in. Now let yeah. Spencer talk a bit. Um, we have a couple of topics we want to talk about today. Um, digital life, digital life. Strife. I don't know what I was trying digital to say. Digital get there, down. Insane. Yeah, digital get down. Welcome to the digi world. Facebook rebranding as meta. I don't think that's going to stick. Metaverse. The memes, the memes are, no, no, no. It's meta. And then metaverse is the digital world that it, that they curate. Can you describe my face virtual right now? Very annoyed. He rolled his eyes pretty hard. <laughs> I'm trying to remove them is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but now the people have been memeing, memeing them there a little bit, um, a little bit of music recommendations that we have. Um, I hope everyone got, if you're a Spotify listener, I hope you got your, uh, your, your music listening habits in order the last week of October because the cutoff has happened and your year in review for Spotify is going to drop pretty soon. Um, so you can either pretend that you're cool and knowledgeable about music or pre- or basic like 99% of the world. Yeah, mine's going to be very similar to my year one pandemic, which is like, hey, uh, why, why are you like only listening to three albums just consistently? Like <laughs> you occasionally do other things, but have you maybe listened to Coheed and Cambria enough this year? Are you okay? No. No, I'm not. No one is. <laughs> no to no to any of those questions, really. Yeah, just no. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm surprised. I, I, I actually haven't listened to that much Lincoln Park this year. I have listened to Lincoln Park, but not, not as much. I have done a decent job this year of listening to newer music, although I do keep going back um, to to some Tyler albums and 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 more Tyler albums. Yeah, yeah, I think like um part of the reason that me and you like to do the music section is cuz it forces us to listen to music more and we both yeah, yeah. I love doing it. I love discovering music. That part I is love, cool, yeah. I love that. It's just like um a lot of my music listening time is like basically when I'm working out. And like yeah. so you got a vibe with, you know, for me I like listening to like Tyler is always good for working out uh, female pop obviously is a big banger for me working out. Um, and then Coheed, it's like, you can't go wrong with just like rock, like ripping licks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, um, like rating albums and like albums big, because I'm like, think I, I was starting to think about like what's probably going to hit the top 10 lists in most lists, but also what's going to be top 10 in ours. Um, but like thinking about like, man, what about like, have I listened to any albums that are like, just, just straight up after the fact, I'm like, yeah, this, this is an amazing, incredible near perfect album. And you know, which album I went back to, you're going to appreciate this emotion emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. I went back to, I was like, man, I didn't appreciate this as much as I should have when it dropped, but holy shit, is this a phenomenal it's, pop, it's, perfect pop album. It's really fucking good. Um, it's, it's great. It's great. And I would say um, her, uh, her last one, um, that name is Escaping Me, the one that she released a couple of years, like two years ago at this point, I think, Dedicated. Um, yeah. 
Dedicated is good. And people, I think, I, myself included in this, I she had been saying for so long it was a disco album. And the, only the first song really has any trappings of disco. The rest yeah, is pretty yeah. much what Carly Rae does better than anybody. Um, so it's not, it wasn't bad. I was just like, right. If you were, if you were going to say disco <laughs> and like the album cover looks disco-y, I'm like, we're ready. Do it. Do Go it all in. Do it Go full on. All in. I, yeah. Like, and this is someone who deeply, deeply loves bleeps and bloops and deeply loves the synth 80s yeah. pop that we've been yeah. in for the last 10 years i still love it but yeah well one of my well, favorite things of the year is uh yeah what is it called um uh leave the door open by anderson pock bruno mars and silk sonic oh yeah yeah and that's like hey we're just going straight up 70s r&b yeah, I do dig that a lot. I'm like, that's it. Sounds fucking dope. Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Abba just released an album. Like it's happening. Seventies is here again. All of the it's pants are getting wider. It's happening. We're going back to the seventies. Yeah, I mean, I just want. I don't know. Just give me, give me Bee Gees vibes. Yeah, give me constant Bee Gees vibes. Yeah, something, something in, in that in that mood. So, yeah, man, I think. Well, listen, I will say you you specifically do because of the realm, especially on the on the female pop singer side of things. You experience more of the '80s synthy things. Yes, I'm not saying that doesn't doesn't hit mainstream radio. The biggest the biggest one will all will still be like the weekend, and people recognize that. But I'm like, oh, I'm not tired of it because I don't get it as much. It's not in my rotation as heavily that that that's that genre. Yeah, yeah. And that you're in. Like I, I I mean I still love it and like Pink Noise is definitely going to be on my end of list <laughs> like and that is very yeah, yeah. much like 80s glam type of pop. Um so it's still it's still like my one of my favorite sounds no, and it'll be good. Um I mean I just saw Sylvanesso on Sunday uh and they're 80s synth they're synthy at least they're mm-hmm, not as mm-hmm. overtly poppy but I mean, it still sounds great every time. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about uh, some some digital, 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 get digital get down, you know, the digi world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe the digital monster, Digimonster, <laughs> is, that is being created. That's what I've been calling it. That's what I've been calling it. We we are getting closer and closer to being those humans from Wally. If you if you've ever seen the movie Wally, you should. You should. It's a great great Pixar film. Yes, uh, one of my favorites. Really good. Uh, who knew that robots emotions? You know, that feels like that's Pixar's thing. Like, hey, did you think this thing? But what if emotions? Danny, you are plagiarizing a meme. I know. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I didn't want to go all the way. I gotta call you out. I gotta call you out. That's a meme plagiarization. <laughs> meme police. It's still true. It's still true. Um, no, but I've been calling it the the digi the digi world. You know, I gotta say. So I don't really care about Facebook's rebrand uh, or anything like that. But I do think that there's something to be said about a company that is all as as ingrained into social culture 
as it is worldwide because at this point we like it or not that's it's kind it's everywhere it's everywhere kind of really pushing this like idea of a digital space to share with other people and I, and i think it's it's not a lot of it is propelled because of pandemic and i think the pandemic propelled a lot of things in different directions than they were probably heading down anyways but just like really catapulted it working from home um you know a lot just everything's that you do differently now but being in like the idea of like oh yeah let me put on a vr headset or ar on my phone or whatever to like experience something more digitally with other people that maybe aren't as nearby um might not have been as easily or readily accepted even two years ago because we're we're two years into a pandemic basically at this point yeah um but i think i think there's something to be said about how that's going to affect gaming, how that's going to affect, um, obviously social media is being like the, the, the forefront of it, but it's like changing. It's, it's more ever omnipresent, right? Which is probably not a good thing to, to be perfectly honest, um, to, to basically escape into. Some would say realism. a second life. Pretty much, pretty much. To to go into like a Sims world, but when you think about like um, VTubers, right? Which are do you do you know what a VTuber is? No. Okay, so VTubers, there's there's this there's a uh, kind of this movement that started happening a couple of years ago, where people started becoming uh, popular on YouTube on Twitch without ever showing their face or who they are. Mm. So like now there's this aura of like everyone's on Instagram and everyone's on TikTok and everyone's on YouTube and vlogging and blah, blah, blah. And you see everyone's face all the time to then pivot that and say, nope, here's a persona that I'm presenting to you that is of my liking and you can't see who I am. These accounts and these creators have like blown up in the past couple of years. So you throw that on top of like the digital space and what's that? What's, there's that game that people play in VR um, where they're basically different. You can like download different avatars and you can be like your favorite anime character or you can be Homer Simpson or whoever. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're running around VR chat, VR chat mm. is, is what it's called. And you're basically doing that, but now you're like really trying to tie back in like the personal being to it versus this class. So I think there's like this clash coming of like this per your personal being versus like your digital being. And do you want to keep them together or are you going to create separate instances of them? Which in that case, are you maintaining two different sets of people basically? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Just that conversation is more interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, the way that Facebook will do it will be bad because Facebook is yeah. bad. Um, not to say it won't be cool, but it will ultimately be bad, like for us yes. as human beings. Um, because like, I mean, Facebook time and time again, I mean, some would say they announced this because of all of the ethical hot water they are in for being well, a terrible yeah, on company. On top of that. Like, um, there's data collection and then there's Facebook. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, they're... Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty intense. Um, but I do think like there is like, like, you know, the, the thing that I think about 
And I think the thing that uh, people think about as they age and the technology age is like, this all still looks pretty similar, right? Yeah. Like we haven't really like, well, some of it's because of the aging infrastructure of America where it's just like, oh yeah, nothing's been fixed <laughs> in like 70 years because, yeah, you know, we fixed it through a huge social program and, you know, those are literally the devil social programs as we all agree. Um, <laughs> uh, but oh boy, like the idea of like, well, I don't feel like I'm living in the future of my parents' childhood or like the, you know, like we're getting to like seminal sci-fi novels that take place in the current past. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. like, like yep. and that's weird because like, they, you know, written like 200 years ago and they're like, yeah, they're, you're going to have like these things like this. And I'm like, man, that would be cool. We don't. We just have fucking cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. And I have like multiple screens. That's it. That's the coolest thing. <laughs> Got a lot of screens. <laughs> um, so I do think it's interesting to think about like, how can that, you know, it, it, there's going to be a bad stuff that happens yeah. with it. So there always is. Uh, with anything that's new technology wise, there's, there's, there's the, the vultures, right? Um, there's going to be a new content creation world that opens up. Right. And then, then it's like, okay, cool. If you're the first like 200 that hit, boom, there it is. Like you, you, you got in at the right time. Um, if you're not currently on metaverse already having a following somehow you've, you've, you failed. You won't, it's not going to be you. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, um, just like with Twitch and everything, YouTube. Um, but I think it's interesting to think about the benefits of the idea of feeling like you're with people when you're not. Cause like, this isn't that we've gotten good at this video. Right. Cause we're not doing this in person this week. Um, we, we got good at like connecting to people, but yeah. I, I do think there's, there is, I don't know, maybe it could be better than that. Right. Like, cause I was recently had to go into my office, uh, for, for a couple meetings and they were like very collaborative based meetings with people in a room. And I was like, Oh yeah, a lot of things are easier when you do it like this, even though we can schedule time on a video call, there's artifice that exists with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't move through space together, quote unquote. And I wonder like, is there some version of this where that could be something that's helpful? Like I'm thinking more like school. Like for yeah no no and like it doesn't even have to be like I mean obviously workplaces and stuff will try to like be boring about it and be like sorry guys we I don't I don't care we don't care about a virtual office and having like virtual avatars that will go into a virtual office and have virtual meetings in the virtual conference room that's boring as shit but I'm thinking of like you know to kind of keep it more 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 fun and the possibilities there on that is like I don't know maybe you're planning a trip. Maybe you're planning a trip and and uh, you, let's say you are, are like a little bit more nervous on like having things planned out and not knowing where you're going and being lost and stuff. Even even with with modern technology of like cell phones and really not being never like too far away from just being able to locate where you are exactly. But say you throw on a headset and then you're like, OK, let's me and my spouse are going to go. Just go explore Mount Everest now in this digital 3D space. Yeah. 
that we throw a headset and it's a little bit more immersive than just like watching a YouTube video, you know? Like I think you do things like that or you can even expand it into like, yeah, education where maybe the students just have that social need because we also don't want to be like hardcore like boomers, right? Because at the same time, like that's another different topic for a different day, the boomerfication of millennials. I read an article. Oh, it's like, happening oh, yeah. so much right now. Oh, like, yeah, and, it's and crazy. It's, it is literally like, my like Google news feed has been trying to make me hate Gen Z or Gen. I refuse. What's below yeah. us? Gen Z, Gen Z. Right. And it's like, they're creating generational divide. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's very interesting. If we ever, if we ever, uh, like do an offshoot political podcast, I, I, yeah. Hey, there's, just there's, so you know, everyone who's upset at people <laughs> younger than us, um, they're cooler than you. Shut up. Well, it's not even, well, that a little and bit. And better, but also. also. <laughs> but also, also, like, yeah, of course establishment will want millennials and Gen Z to create conflict between between each other because they're, who's who's starting, starting to enter, like, government uh, positions and things mm-hmm. like that. And who's more likely to start wanting to create change that we've been experiencing? A millennial and a Gen Z person. So what do you do? You break up the tag team. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll go off, off, off tangent. No, it is weird, but, though. Like, how, like, it's been very recent where I'm like, wait yeah, a second. Yeah. Wait a second, everything. I Shut up. No, no. I like Gen Z. They're cool as hell, man. They literally um, are nicer and they're more intelligent. Because they've always... They, they have access to more information yeah. from the very beginning. They, from the very beginning. They're better at understanding how to not be manipulated online because yes, they are born yes. of the internet. Like, there's, they're, they're like statistically, it's, I believe, the least racist generation so far. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, and they're better in almost every way. Mm-hmm. I always think about like, even for, for us, like, right, like 30 year old millennials that who are very like, or middle millennials, mental health, We're very middle millennials, middle millennials open about mental health therapy and things like that. Right. Think about when you were like 10, 12 years old. Sorry, we're going off on a tangent yeah. here, but uh, there's a point. I promise. Wow. Uh, think about when you're 10, 12 years old and how your parents or how someone on the news or how like someone just tangentially related to you suddenly was like, Oh, they're in therapy. Yep. Yep. And then a lot of, a lot of people that we, you know, like millennials were raised by not always boomers, like sometimes older Gen Xers. Yeah. Like there's, there's, um, and you know, like how people decide to, uh, generationalize can be a humongous swath of ages. Like you can be a boomer and by one thing by like several years. And then you can also be a gen Xer by several years. And it's, you were born on the same time. It just depends on what, like what you prescribe to. Um, so, but, but yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I'm like, yeah, I'm like all up in therapy and like, you'll talk like, and I'm, I'm pretty open about it on purpose. Like, especially yeah, within yeah. work settings, because I think it's important um, to have people understand that that's okay and it's not a bad thing to be honest about that. And and it also doesn't mean you're not, you can't be successful. Like, I think that's something that um, we're still trying to shed as millennials because yeah, of the idea yeah. of like, they're in therapy. Oh, I think that's great that you're in therapy, but nah, yeah, yeah. not for me, not for me. Well, it's like even even more like uh, like 
brutal than that. Like it used to be like, oh, they're in therapy. They had a complete breakdown. They lost it. Yeah. They're off their marbles. Like they're it's like, oh, they're not just a person. It's like, oh, something really crazy happens to this person. But it's it's all of that, right? And then and then when you bring up and here's here's why I bring that part of it up, right? Because when millennials were 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 coming up, when we were coming up, like with social media, like what's the point of all this? Why don't you ever talk to someone in person? Text message. Why do you text message? Why don't you ever talk to what happened to saying hello to someone face to face? Whatever happened to like physical human interaction? That has there's still like an importance for that, right? Like that hasn't entirely gone. Yeah. Away. Oh, and I would say but, millennials, we're we're really bad at making friends because we're all extremely anxious about making friends. <laughs> Everyone yeah, I yeah, know probably. is but 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 you still like you, you think about like how more normalized the millennial uh, generation made being friends with someone online mm-hmm. right like that started with a millennial it's not not very common you're right it's still very hard for us to make friends but that's that's where that trend starts and then you and then all the boomers and gen xers or, or someone uh, all the older generations telling us like that's so stupid why do you ever need that only to find out like hey those social bonds are equally as valid as someone that that you met at school so now in the same capacity, if this enables like students right now today in like a digital space that's a little bit more virtual, but feels a little bit more immersive, creates those bonds, those are valid social bonds that are going to be established. And I think that's where this whole idea of like a virtual world is at least not entirely like bad because I don't also, I also think to outright reject any of those types of changes would be incorrect you're going to get left behind the world's going to change and you're going to become the old the old person that's like everything new sucks and is scary i don't like it anymore and where when did the world change and i didn't notice well it's happening right now facebook should not be that company for the record it should not be facebook i'm hoping and rooting for someone else anyone else to do it because you and, and there's a there's a very real possibility because you want it the way I think about it, like it should be at least decentralized in a similar fashion that the internet is. Mm-hmm. And you do that, I, you, people are going to groan. And you do that through blockchain and through crypto potentially. And you, besides like the the NFT stuff and like, yeah, the monetization, but like that's not the, that's not just exclusively. That's what I always try to establish with people that groan. I'm like, I'm not talking about money and like investing in this shit and trying to make a profit like no 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 i'm talking about like the actual technologies that these are being stemmed from right because there's actual some digital practicality not necessarily physical practicality but digital practicality and like it or not we're moving digital so yeah yeah i mean like for for me like um as someone who has psvr and that psvr currently lives at my sister's house because i was like i don't (laughs) ever play this um because Kind of what I was discovering, A, it's not the best implementation of VR. Like, you know, um, if if you're someone saying that, it's just not true. It kind of sucks. But the thing I liked about it was the opportunity that VR has outside of just playing games. Because, like, games are cool on it, for sure. Don't get me wrong. And, like, there's some games that are, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the only way to have this experience in the world. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But it was like uh, the problem with this first gen of, not first gen, but like first 
you know, five to 10 years of VR that we've had. So, so far as like, you know, they had like some NBA stuff happening in PSVR, but then like, yeah, you know, they stopped doing it. But I was like, there's some games where you can watch it in VR still or clips. And I'm like, damn, this would be cool if this fidelity was better. Like, yeah, it would be so cool to watch a game from the perfect seat, you know, without and that's just the broadcast of it. Like there is a lot of cool stuff. There's concerts like um, and the accessibility that VR could bring to the world, like the like digital tourism, like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. or even just like literally people who are unable to do what they want that it right. could be an amazing thing to be able to experience more outside of your house without having to leave it. Like there's amazing stuff that it could do, but it could, yeah, it could Wally. It could Wally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think it, it's, it's tricky because like, it's one of those things where it's like, man, I really want to be excited. Like the, the kid in me is like, Oh man, the technology side of this is so cool. And like the possibilities of that is so cool and, and exciting. And I really want to be excited about it. Um, but then I think, but then like we're talking about it, we are talking about it, you and I specifically, because we wanted to intentionally do it like, okay, we want to make sure that we're figure out a way like how, how can this be not Facebook? But then, but that's just the reality of it. Like yeah. it's being thrust in the forefront of people's minds because it happens to be Facebook and we don't want it to be Facebook. I think a lot of people are sick with them. I'd, so hopefully that's yeah. that's what leads to someone else kind of filling in that that rain. But like just to kind of wrap up there, like uh, for for like educational purposes or any other like real world practical usage, like think about um, if you're watching any football game these days, like they're always pushing like the next gen AWS blah 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 on field 3D stuff, right? That. They love it, but but that does straight up have real practicality in the game right because that's footage that they can then use for their strategies for hey here's what you did wrong on that play here's what you did right on that play here's what we want to see more of here's what you can try next time and now we can pinpoint the exact positioning instead of like a weird angle from from the broadcast view and now with vr that enhances that that enhances that it's not just someone being a wally it's then laying back and just consuming tv all day hopefully hopefully so we'll see man it's too early we we have no idea where it's gonna go yeah yeah i mean it's it's gonna be an interesting thing also have to shout out shouts out to playstation home is basically what the metaverse is (laughs) you know i i i am listen i am excited for a for a next gen uh playstation vr i think some some patent was dropped it wasn't enough for for me to make it a full topic but like oh yeah i think it's coming soon it's coming it's coming soon, soon for sure it's coming so, soon it, listen i I'm on the completely bullshit lighthearted side of it uh i'm probably gonna play skyrim again just so i can play the vr oh man i am the problem that's why skyrim keeps getting released on your yeah like, you might as well pick up grand theft auto 5 20 no more times. no 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 uh no <laughs> yeah i would say don't get it on psvr because it is terribly implemented in my opinion but that's Horrible. because the playstation move controllers shouldn't be used for vr they suck <laughs> it makes it playing it bad i really i really hope they fix that they are they, they're they that's that. yeah it is the i still i still keep up with the news uh, look at you look at you
gold. But if you're you're listening to a tech podcast, so if you're talking yeah. about technology, like the best you can do is find the technology store that isn't the chain. That's it. That's as close as you can get. Like because technology is is part of everything. Um, yeah, yeah. But Danny, I wanted to talk about what I usually do on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, and what I don't engage in uh, yeah to start go for it so what black friday means to me is it's the day that i buy playstation plus (laughs) every year i buy playstation plus on black friday because you can get it for like sometimes 25 bucks for a year um that's a that's a sweet deal occasionally like 29 39 but still it's like it's a great deal so black friday for me has definitely like moved away from the idea of like ever going in person for anything. Like I'm never going to do that. And also away from, I think we're far enough into it with like Amazon and all of the online retailers where if you're aware, you kind of realize this is all fake good prices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a couple things that are actually good, just like in stores, like, but now, the online world has gotten really good about it. I'm sure prices yeah. for stuff have gone up on Amazon for no reason other than to have prices look smaller uh, right, right. and stuff. But like, it's a great time to buy those types of things. Like, Do you want to try out like a wine subscription box? I bet you yeah. Black Friday is the best day to sign up for it of the year. Like, you know, it's like just for me, that's kind of how I view Black Friday now is like, what's something that I kind of was thinking about trying out? I bet you it's going to be cheap to try it out now, um, yeah, yeah. as opposed to really thinking about buying things. So that's my advice is like, do that. It's a great time to like grab a bunch of seriously PlayStation Network, PlayStation Plus cards. If you have a bunch of like friends on PlayStation, you have like family, cousins, like whatever. You just throw, hey, check your email. Boom. Boom. There's a year. Guess what? You can use it whenever. If they already have a year, just they can use it later. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't expire. It's all good. Easy peasy. Um, so stuff like that I, I think is always fun. Also, there's usually good like movie ticket bundle stuff that you can find. Um, so that'll like, yeah, that that type of stuff. Activities. That's usually Yeah, yeah. I I was starting to think about like because because I mean, yeah, we're well once Spencer is uh, on vac- on vacation, doing the wedding, the, doing the honeymoons, doing the honeymoon, yes. I'm sure we'll have like some of the top stuff that I'll like recommend somewhere or whatever. But for uh, for tech and yeah, it's like a stuff. TV and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. It'll be the same uh, thing. We shock, talked about it. go listen, dual shock go listen, remote. go listen to last year's episode. TVs or don't buy a don't TV. Buy a on TV Black y'all. Don't buy a TV, y'all. Buy a TV on Black Friday. Um, but no, I'm thinking like, yeah, activity stuff. It's like the the one, a couple of big things that I was looking at is like, I want to take like a pasta t- pasta making course. Yeah, just to like really like master it, and and a knife sharpening class. That'd be cool. So like getting getting uh like I don't know a pass or whatever. Like just the price for. For one of those classes, I'm sure somewhere in Chicago, there's got to be plenty. Of, there are plenty of kitchens. I've looked it up. Um, just to like do a, a a cooking whole course, maybe like an advanced cooking course for stuff that I'm not like super yeah. comfortable with, like the pasta stuff. I want to be able to sharpen my knives at home myself. They're nicer knives. I've done with done it with one of them. I kind of 
like scratched up the well, side you gotta of have one a of practice them. Knife, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, but I don't really I there there I have this like Japanese knife that I got in Osaka. And it's just oh no 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 in Kyoto, sorry. I got it in Kyoto and it's like it's it's such a nice knife. Um and I'm not going to do yeah, I'm try it definitely. myself. So I'm I'm like, I wanna go to a class and maybe like have them sharpen it for me. And then I'll try it. I'll practice on a different one and then do do things like that. I think would be cool and get get like early on some of that stuff. Yeah, because like even I think what's going to happen this year is, first of all, supply chain issues. Mm -hmm. We don't let's let's not let's not focus on that because it's already been doom and gloom enough this episode. But supply chain issues are going to impact what you can purchase like this year, more, more important than ever. Buy early if you can if you if you have the privilege of still being able to like afford gifts and stuff, do it early, do it now. Start yeah. focusing start looking at it now. Even if you have like, oh, I want to go buy a um like a meat grinder extension for my uh KitchenAid or something yes. like that. Like just buy it now. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Most of these retailers, especially if you get it from even if you don't get it from a large retailer, most stores and most retailers this day and age will price match within 30 days of purchase. Yeah. So you just go buy it now at the price that it is. And then when it drops, if it drops, you'll get a price match. You'll get that return. And if it doesn't, well, then you had it a little bit ahead of time and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. 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 And I think and I I think people are going to catch on to that and people are going to notice that things are missing. So they're going to fall back onto experiences, which means that those there's only so much capacity, Mm -hmm. even even if. Even if, like, we're in Chicago, we're in Illinois, even if COVID restrictions drop by late November, early early December, there's still capacity issues. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 an interesting year for for Black Friday for sure. Um, I mean, there's also like I don't know, I don't know what the big ticket item is going to be this year, just because i like there's usually like something that everybody goes crazy about but at this point it's like well tvs are usually always pretty cheap now like you, if you want yeah. a cheap tv you can find a cheap tv like like you know ipods and or uh, ipads and stuff they'll go on sale but the sale will be like 40 dollars less like yeah you get like a gift card to like the store or whatever yeah like cooking stuff is usually there's going to be some good deals on some cooking shit like uh Headphones usually have some good sales. Like if you are looking to buy some stuff, like I think the Jabra 75Ts and 85Ts, I bet would be super, super cheap. Oh, yeah. As some AirPod alternatives. But uh, yeah, Uh, Black Friday is, I don't know, it's it's like ethically bad, right? It's like one of those things that's just bad. Um, But people do it. And if you feel bad about it, like, don't participate or participate in small businesses that you want to support. Yeah, do just like do this, do the small things like don't 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 like don't be in an eternal like hole of feeling bad all the time. Like there's only so much we can do as individuals. Yeah. Right. So. So, yeah, do do it like it's small and things like that. People are always like some people are always looking for big ticket items. I think we also. You and I have to realize and remember, like, hey, we're kind of in a spot now that, like, we've yeah the big ticket items things have happened already for us. Yes. So, like, so we're set there. But maybe for others, it's like exciting for them to get. Which good, be excited. Like, 
I remember cares? getting my first big screen TV as like a 25 year old, 26 maybe. It's so fun. It's like it's after so we started fun. working together, it was the first time I ever had like a little bit in my, my checking account. <laughs> and I got like the Black Friday Element first gen Fire TV, 4K. Ooh, hell yeah. A 4K TV by, back then though it was, was like a nice purchase. 300 man. bucks. Damn. Like it was, oh, they, they, they really were like, please, Fire TV's got to go. Like this TV. And I, I bought it and I was like, this is the best TV I've ever seen. TV's dog yeah. shit. Terrible. Horrible TV. <laughs> like, but first thing I ever bought, I was so excited. Loved the shit out of that TV. Couldn't have been more happy about it. I love exactly. it. It's fun. Like doing that kind of stuff. The like, it's. It's cool to get a big ticket item all your own. Yeah, I mean, it is It is certainly, there's like an excitement to it. And luckily, for the most part, a lot of these big ticket items are usually last you for a long time. It's rare the occasion that something is was just like a horrible deal and people got ripped off and there's like a class action lawsuit or something like that. But that's usually the case in those instances. Yeah. It's rare. It's rare enough that it becomes like national news. Did yes. you buy this thing that's been crapping out well, on everyone? It burned off like their outlets or whatever. To be fair, like basically every other review was this TV was broken, like smashed <laughs> to bits, basically. Like, oh, like no. so many of them got delivered totally screen cracked because they packed them poorly. Because um, it was like, I think the first time they were really selling like big screen TVs as amp through like the Amazon brand. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they didn't they didn't nail it, but mine was fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So let me let me ask you something before we go into um, our final music recommendations, and we close up. We close off. If if the battle because the battlefield news has been quiet, so like we're quickly pivoting to to gaming and then right back to music. So sorry for the whiplash here, folks. Um, if battlefield comes out in working fashion, they worked out the issues from the beta, assuming that we did get like a late summer build in the beta. Considering that you're going into wedding mode, are you picking that up? When does it come out? <laughs> this is that how comes out. This is how wedding mode <laughs> I already am in. Well, then I think that gives me my answer. It's supposed to come out next week. Um, I mean, like, if the reviews are good, I'll probably just pick it up to load it, like, and just have it ready to go. Because that makes sense. I think I only need to play five more time, five more sessions, like, you know, two hours of sessions to finish all of hades i just am grinding the keepsakes okay um and then i'm done and then at that point i i mean honestly i just shouldn't play a video game but i'll have battlefield ready and never mind no it's it actually comes out on your wedding day i'm skipping my wedding (laughs) battlefield is life baby yeah and just really quick one more final aside did you see gamestop it's over 200 right now I didn't see game stuff. I actually kind of wanted to bring that up, but I'll save that for when you get back. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see where. I mean, it's probably another false flag. Uh, It is another false flag. But Danny, music. Um, So we both didn't listen to each other's picks. No. So (laughs) um, I really had no excuse. I yeah. Go first. I my excuse was I didn't listen to it because you sent it to me during the workday today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I sent yours two weeks ago. (laughs) maybe um but uh that's okay so mine is xenia rubinos uh their new album 
and Xenia Ruminos is, is, is a single, is, is a person, um, not a group necessarily, but they just released an album called Una Rosa. And honestly, like I've loved Xenia Ruminos uh, for quite a few years. Um, one of my fondest Chicago concert memories was when she came to play um, pretty, pretty er- right before I left the city for a few years. Um, yeah. and it was at Lincoln hall and it was just so nice because she's so energetic and her music is really fun. And the crowd was really into it. Like truly like one of those times, sometimes Midwest people, Chicago doesn't always like start straight up dancing. It's like just kind of, but people were doing more than just bobbing and it was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. And she, I was the tallest person in the crowd. I don't know why, but I was. <laughs> so she basically like came down off the stage and like danced with people. And she came directly to me middle of the crowd, you know, kind of in my spot that I like for the sounds. And we danced oh, for yeah. a bit and she was very cool. Um, and then like me and Christine bought like a shirt and like we talked, she was at the, her merch table and we chatted with her. She was like super nice. And I was like, that's really neat. That's a fun memory of a concert. That's a fun. Yeah. So I do have a soft spot for her. Um, Fair. And so Una Rosa is a new album that she released um, like within the last month. I, w- I, I missed it, unfortunately, when it like the week it came out and I'm a little annoyed, but it is different than the rest of her stuff. Mm. Um, she was like Black Terry Cat and um, Magic Tricks are pretty like punchy in in a lot of ways one song hair receding is definitely like thick like it's a thick song it's really good from her first album um and then like black terry cat uh has like a really a lot of really interesting songs uh on it one of my favorites mexican chef and it's basically just her listing like all the different kinds of foods and then how like it's a mexican (laughs) chef (laughs) <laughs> like doesn't really matter what the food is they're the like the best chefs <laughs> um because she's she's uh uh she's a latina um uh i believe uh i don't know how she exactly expresses her racial identity but i believe i think she i think she is actually puerto rican i did look into her i just didn't listen to the album yeah yeah i'm not yeah puerto rican um she's she's dope uh and so like there's so her songs are fun in so many ways and this one una rosa she kind of goes in and out of of English throughout the album, and it's like very oh like, interesting, almost as 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 the mood strikes, and that's pretty pretty cool. And it's a lot softer like than the rest of her album. There's still songs that are hit, but it's like literally like every other title is Spanish versus English, like and and it's uh it's kind of fun. Um, it's really beautiful. A lot of it's very beautiful. So I recommend listening yeah. to it if you haven't, Danny. Um, and if you're just looking for something from an artist that I think honestly doesn't get enough credit in the scene, because like it's insane how few people listen to her. Um, give it a listen. She's great. Yeah. And if yeah. she's coming to play a show around you, go to it. It'll be fun. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check her out. Um, need, you know, I, I, I love, I love that like more latin latinx uh musicians are like entering the uh the like american music space right because there's always been like 
listen, I, I, I there's there are bands and artists, and musicians that I that I listen to that are almost exclusively like in the Mexican music space or in the Latin Hispanic music space. But there's not there hasn't been as strong uh, of a like outright presence like that in America. Kind of incorporating those elements, but like still catering a little bit to like a American type audience, which I think is a is like a good thing when some artists decide to go in that direction. There's there's like a weird conflict with within the Latin Latino community that is like, well, you're not you're not actually Hispanic, or you're like blah blah blah. It's like okay, well, guys, different experiences. They're raised in America, but their heritage is still valid. Um, regard, anyways, like my point being, like I think. I think having some of that is cool because then it like potentially introduces you to other artists that you may have not been exposed to in the past. So that's cool. I gotta, I gotta give her a a, a real listen. So I yeah. will do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that's one of the cool parts of music is you get to experience things that aren't like what you are. Yeah, and understand that. Well, when it comes down to it, people are pretty similar. Because music Truly. shows us like <laughs> there might be different sounds to it, but. The experiences that um, people have are the same no matter who you are. I love it. I love it. It's uh, music, man. Universal language almost. That's what uh, they say. That's what they say. So my recommendation is the uh, the new ASAP Rocky Live Love ASAP. Old, the old ASAP gang. The old ASAP Yammy gang. Yammy gang, yammy gang, yammy gang. Uh, I listened to this. I think he's technically classified this as a mixtape, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. It's an album. Um, but it's kind of like a uh, follow-up to, uh, what was it? The original one, Long Live ASAP, um, from 2013. So it's kind of like yeah. taking some of those elements and and bringing it to today. I mean, it's a fun listen. It's a fun listen. Um I, I was I was about to, I was gonna ask you like what do you think of like albums that drop in November December making top ten lists? I'm fine with it because usually I'm like man usually sometimes I feel like music and and a lot of things in general really like you just they kind of need some time to like actually bake in and like set and like look back in it because it'll change your opinions change over time. Um, but sometimes albums come out and they're really good. I'm not quite saying that for this album, but I am enjoying it. it, it it's making a decent circulation in my day to day right now. Um, but it's, I mean, it's classic. It's classic Rocky. Yeah, I'm I and I think you know this about me. I'm more uh, I'm more the hood pope of the ASAP group. Yeah, ASAP yep. Ferg is my my favorite of, of everybody, though. I do think. ASAP Rocky is probably the most interesting rapper. I just kind of like, <laughs> I just love, I love ASAP Ferg. Uh, he's, he, he's great. I just love him. Uh, he has some of my favorite songs of rap in the last like 15 years. Cause he sometimes says dumb stuff and it's funny. <laughs> like some, like he doesn't really care that much about things that other rappers care about when it comes to like, He's very good at talking about how cool he is, but he's also kind of kind of kind of dumb and stuff too, which is fun. Like he oh, doesn't yeah, really care. It. 
like a little a little facetious he doesn't take himself too seriously for sure no for yeah sure. that's i think it's he's, he's asap rocky definitely takes himself a little bit more seriously yes yes not so. annoyingly but definitely a little bit more than than ferg does it's a fun listen to i would recommend it i, like I definitely will i i need another another banger to listen to here and there but hey also you know i think asap rocky is problematic right uh, maybe, maybe. Honestly, it's, it's bad. It's hard to track. It's hard to track. It's hard to track, especially in the, um, well, no, I'm, I'm not going to finish that, but it's just hard to track. So yeah, I don't remember. Um, is he bad? Um, yeah, he's bad. Uh, but you know, uh, oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Okay. Got into some fights at a burger chain in okay. Germany. Uh, oh, right. The Sweden thing last year. Something about prison conditions. Systemic racism. Donald Trump got involved. Uh, okay, well, it's, uh, I don't know enough to say. <laughs> <laughs> he fleed the country. Oh yeah, I remember all of this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was yeah. wild. Okay, he got in a fight. Uh, that's not that bad. Yeah, who cares? It's I, it's what it's 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 rock star hip hop star stuff. Yeah, unless I don't know. I think I, I think he fought, uh, dudes. Okay, yeah, it wasn't like he like. Okay, he didn't like punch a woman, punch a lady. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of me saying, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. It may be very bad. I literally Googled and looked at a headline. So, um, listen, we're, we're trying, we try here, folks. We try here, but Hey, you know, also, yeah, never mind. Never mind. Just, yeah, we're digging a we hole try. and that's we all try. my fault. I could have yeah, just yeah, not said try. anything, but here we are. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. So, Hey, Spencer. Yeah. Enjoy your wedding. Enjoy your trip. Thank you. Congratulations. I will say that uh, for Cloud on the Internet. Thank you. Congratulations. I'm happy for you both. Thank you. And I will see you both at the wedding. Bye. And before that. Okay, bye.